Hey, hey, guys, it's the disclaimer. You know what? Everything you're about to hear, well, it's just our opinion. Yeah, it's not for everybody, and not everybody lives our life. This is true, and everything you are about to hear is extremely explicit. So, if you're under the age of 18, please uh, tell your parents you've made some really poor choices and uh, go find another podcast to listen to. That being said, if you don't like it, fuck off. Go fuck off. You'll get that on these bigger jobs, right? You will get that on these bigger jobs. That is true. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rigid Roosters podcast. My name is Cody. My name is Chris, and this one's sitting next to me right here. Who are you, lady? Hey, I'm Heather. <laughs> hey, we have video recording now. We this do have video why, recording. What, this what? is why we've been absent for so long is because we've been setting up multiple cameras in multiple different states just so we can catch this. So, technology, you are welcome. You'll get that on these bigger jobs, right? Oh you will God. get that on these bigger jobs. That is true. Uh, Chris, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today we're going to talk about grief. And as defined, grief is a deep sorrow, especially that caused by someone's death. Because, guys, we haven't been here for a few weeks, maybe a month now. Uh, just so you guys all know, we've all dealt with uh, a loss in our life recently within the last you know, six months or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself, my dad passed away uh, about three weeks ago. Uh, about two weeks ago, he passed away, but we buried him uh, this last weekend. Uh, that was mine. Uh, Heather? Um, it was my dad, actually, too. Um, but February is when his funeral was. So, Yeah, and uh, I lost uh, my grandma. Uh, what was it, a month ago now? Just about, yeah. Yeah, yeah about a month ago. So, yeah, it's been, uh, you know. A little bit of grieving all around, um, trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate all that. And uh, it's really hard to make a podcast during all of that. It's a lot. Yeah. So we took us a mental health break and uh, we, you know, dealt with our stuff and dealt with what we had to. And uh, we're back. Uh, We're going to have a little bit of one of those episodes where we're going to be serious for a little bit. And then we're probably going to make a whole lot of dick and fart jokes. And uh, this hat is so fucking uncomfortable right now. I think it's the pre-workout spiders in my brain. I get those in my legs when I take Benadryl now. Yeah. Uh Benadryl. Okay. Well, I'll just look bald as shit. There we go. That's okay. All the kids told me I'm looking bald now because of my new haircut. Like, Uh, took several good pictures, you know, like, were there selfie angles or whatever? And so it cuts off his head a little bit, but I don't even, I'm, I'm just looking at faces and smiles, you know, but they didn't, they were like, Oh, maybe we should retake that. Chris, you're, you're, you look bald in that man. Yeah. Cause <laughs> look at all those gray hairs. Like, well, at least you still have a hairline. Like look at mine. It's, you know, back to the back of my head and Heather won't let me shave my head because she doesn't like, not it. just me. So not now just I me. have to figure <laughs> out what to do with this bullshit right here. Because no, she no, 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 like no. no, Wendy, 
did not like it. Mm -hmm. Sarah did not like it. Mm -hmm. Haley, Megan, Kaylee, Michelle did not like it. It is not just me. Don't put this on me. Well, fine. But who's in charge at the end of the day? Exactly. So I'm going to have to go get a haircut soon because it's looking like dog shit. So, but yeah, back to the topic at hand. Uh, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Uh, so the reason we're going to do this is we've all had different experiences with the loss, uh, the style of grieving that we've all done. Um, me personally, I hadn't spoken to my dad since 2016. Uh, we, we had had a falling out, um, over stuff going on with the kid, uh, stuff like that. And last time I had had a conversation with my dad was maybe two months ago. He called and made a, a very shitty comment about, you know, how would your Mimi feel about this? You know, I should tell your poppy about this. Uh, you know, and that, that wouldn't hurt me. And it was a big one because, you know, my poppy being one of my big male role models. And my dad was, you know, uh, not physically abusive, but emotionally and everything else kind of abusive. And, and absent. And very much absent in my life. Uh, you know, and so that was... It, it was it was a weird one for me because I started off on the side of it is what it is, you know, to wishing that my kid, my daughter, had had a uh, more relationship with him uh, throughout her life. She'd only really seen him a few handfuls at a time, uh, you know, her 10 years of life. And, you know, that, that one bothered me. Uh, that one, I still hold that grudge against, but you know, when we cleaned out his apartment, we did see a lot of that pictures of me and my sister and, uh, as and, and posted, not just like hidden away or in albums, I mean, on his wall. So mm -hmm. yeah, very much so. Yeah. And you know, so it was, he, well, he didn't love me the way that I needed to be loved. There was something there, you know, and he was able to give that to other family members, uh, children within the family later on. Uh, and I, you know, and I am thankful that they got that. I really am. Uh, you know, because, you know, that, that side of the family, their grandfather wasn't present either, you know, yeah. for my cousin at her dad, but he got to be there. He got, he got to make up for what he didn't give myself and my sister uh, with great nieces and, uh, nephew. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he tried, but you know, I still, I'm still, always, you know, at the funeral Saturday, I definitely said some words in my head that, you know, a lot of fuck yous. I wish you would have been there. Uh, you know, and it was, it was some good closure that I needed in my life. Uh, but I went from fuck you. It is what it is to, you know, like, fuck. I wish I had fuck my you to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that completely, man. But that, again, that's why we're doing this because each one of us have had different styles and different uh, reactions to parental passing or, you know, fam you know, familiar passing. Yeah. Uh, so that was, how about you, Cody? Do you, what, how did you grieve? What, what, what? Well, I want to go last because I, I have some thoughts on this that I want to share. So, okay. um, I'll, I'll go last. Heather, 
how did how did you grieve your dad? Um, well, a little backstory there for us is that um, he and my mom weren't married very long. They had dated forever, tried forever to get pregnant, finally had me. But during that whole time, there was all kinds of not just emotional and verbal abuse, but so much physical abuse. Um, so anyways, I was about five or six when they divorced. Um, but he had never really been like there a whole lot anyway beforehand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know for me, and this could be the fact that, you know, I was way too young to be therapists to my mom and my aunts and older adult friends that they would bring to, to talk to me because I, I understood and I just listened so well that, yeah. um, I feel like I grieve, I grieve differently. Um, and it's not, and I didn't cry. Um, I mean, we weren't very close our whole lives. He chose, you know, his alcoholic thing, his, his, his alcohol and his drug abuse. And, um, he had a, a longtime partner that none of us have ever really cared for. And when we were finally old enough to, I, or brave enough, maybe not old enough, brave enough to say, we want you, we don't want her. Mm. Uh, it was shown again and again that that didn't matter. It was just like, well, okay, I guess I'll send something in the mail or I'll give it to, you know, your grandma and she can give it to you. For me, I mean, it was just a, I've known for a really long time in my life and been confident that I am worth a whole lot. So if people aren't going to give me time or day, I don't have to worry about not giving them time of day. And, and yeah. so that's, that's kind of how it's been from a very young age. Um, I knew he loved me. He talked about us all the time. We would meet other people that would say that, Oh, he Hoss just da, 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 da. You know, he just boasts about this and boasts about that. And he'll pull out his pictures. I know he loved us. I mean, so it's not, that's something else too. I never, ever, he didn't love me. And like Chris said, in the way that, I needed, but I've always known he loved me in the way that he could. So it was never like a doubt for me of whether or not he loved me. It just wasn't right. his way of, of giving it to us or whatever. Um, yeah. So <laughs> when he died and then by what he died, uh, you know, liver cirrhosis being a big time alcoholic runs in our family, really hardcore. Um, I, I mean, it, it was an expected death, you know, it was something like you've always known it was going to happen because of how heavy it was and because of the family abuse of, of different things. Um, and then when I was there, you know, at the funeral, <laughs> they would get up and talk about how spiritual my father was, how, you know, into the in, into being traditional into his culture and and all these things. What a family man he was! <laughs> and my aunt had to flick me in the back of the head because I couldn't contain a snicker. And then Tiana, or yeah, my youngest sister, you know, laughing too. But and then, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, that's just not that's not who he was. Um, so to to betray him that way, it was just comical. So. 
I feel bad for my sis, my middle sister. She has always yearned for a deeper connection with my dad. And, you know, she's, she struggled finding what she needs in relationships because of that too. She's never, she's just, it's not something she ever got for him. So his yeah. passing was very strong for her. Um, so even looking back now, when I would have emotions about something, it was really more <laughs> feeling guilty that I didn't feel like my sister, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so it's not that I hate him. It's not that I don't care. I know he's in a better place. I know he's, you know, not hurting here, whatever was lacking in his life that couldn't give him what he needed to be for his kids. I mean, it, it, I'm at peace with it. I've just, that's what it is. And it, I know, and how I, I guess I would say mourn him or, or keep him alive is there's so many bad stories I have, you know, like I said, being a therapist for my mom. So I know way too much about their sex life, their, you know, the abuse, the, the molestations that was happening between them, the raping that my dad did to her. I should know that crap, you know? So, uh, <laughs> um, it just, I talk about it. I, I remember those times. Like I know those times, but I also, I've recently would be like, huh, my dad used to do that. Or, you know, oh my gosh, I found a picture and it was of me getting my first legal drink at 21, you know, at a bar with my dad. Um, just like a local pub there where we grew up in El Reno. I mean, it was just like the corniest thing, but you know, that's, that's for me how I, I don't want to say grief because I'm not in grief or, you know, I'm not in right. mourning about it, but I guess that's how they stay alive where, I feel at peace with it. I right. guess that's, that's the only thing I can. You're finally pushing away a lot of the, that negative connotations that's come with who your dad was yeah. and remembering those small positives, the mm -hmm. ones that happen few and far between, Yeah, but you start to remember them and you know, and those were, again, those were stories I was getting from family as you were hearing, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. uh, about times when he was, at least a good dad, you know, uh, but I've been through therapy and I've, I've yeah. you know, I don't remember a lot of my childhood and a lot of therapists will tell you it's, I blocked a lot of it out because of my dad, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, my mom was no saint. She let it happen. Uh, but he had a way of showing his love and it wasn't, wasn't right. It wasn't what you need. Yeah. 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 It wasn't what you it was, Yeah. Now, I want to say before I get started on mine, you'll notice that the audio is kind of skipping and the video, if you're watching the video, is kind of like behind in some places. Uh, we are currently recording this um, abroad. I am at a dinky hotel in a nowhere town in North Dakota um, and Heather and Chris are back home and our Wi-Fi is taking turns looking like crap. So um, that's why we're getting kind of a little bit of audio interruptions, a little bit of lag every now and then, but... Um, hopefully it's not interrupting your experience. But fuckers love us Actually, and they're listening regardless. We're yeah. um, practicing it in like anime, you know, that Japanese. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what yeah. that was. You just threw off the whole theme. Way to go. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's but manga. No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's where you read the book from back to front. Oh, okay. It's real weird. I got you. 
Yeah. Um, so back to the subject of grief. Um, I got to, I was thinking really hard about this once you told me what we were going to be, you know, kind of discussing today. Um, and I, I, I had a realization. I think that we hold on to a lot of the stuff in our DNA from like our ancestors, ancestors, you know, um, take Viking funerals, for instance, Viking funerals were a celebration. Um, funerals in Mexico are always a celebration. Um, they, you don't, you only present good memories at these things. Right. So when we have a loss like this and we go to one of these funerals, it's all good things, right? It's all, you know, loved by everybody and they, they, they loved all these people and these are all the good stories and you don't really discuss the, the negative parts of it. Um, as for me, you know, I, I didn't have very many negative parts with my grandma. Um, you know, she was, she was a huge, uh, in, not, not really an influence in my life, but she was a huge part of my life for a long time. Um, you know, and then towards the end, uh, some things were said that I still don't agree with. Uh, I don't think that it was right for somebody to say that to their grandchild. Um, and you know, one of, I don't want to say that I have regrets, but one of my, my regrets is not, uh, facing that issue. You know, once it happened, I was kind of severed ties basically. Um, I didn't talk to her, uh, for, I guess a little over a year before she died. Um, and then I saw her, you know, in the hospital, she knew I was there. Uh, but you know, she at that time couldn't talk, uh, couldn't communicate things like that. So I'm hoping she knows that I was there in good spirits. Um, you know, as for me, I kind of, I'm quick to forgive, especially when it comes to family. Heather knows this and you know, it's, it's one of those deals that it happened. Yeah, it sucks. It was shitty, but you know, um, I am quick to forgive and I, I forgave her. Um, and then, you know, kind of going through the funeral and listening to the, the, the good memories and things like that. I mean, I, I teared up, I, I choked up, um, but it didn't really, didn't hit me as hard as my grandpa. And I think I know the reason for this. We grieve harder for the people that influence who we become as human beings today. Right. My grandpa molded me and, you know, he, he helped shape who I am as a person. My grandma was there and she was a huge part of that. But my grandpa is the one that along with my, you know, my dad and my mom, my grandpa is the one that really shaped who I am as a human being. I mean, this tattoo right here, that's for him, you know? Um, so I think that really hit me a lot harder because he was such a huge influence in my life. And I shared a deal with you guys last night. Uh, Charlie Robinson, uh, Texas country musician passed. That hurt me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I actually cried about that last night. And what I realized on the way home today, thinking about this or on the way to the hotel today, is that it hit me that hard because he was a piece of who I am as an artist. My grandpa was a piece of who I am as a person. I think that it hits us a little harder whenever these people have shaped who we are as a human being. You know what I mean? Um, take your dad, for instance. You know, you you, you felt kind of distant and you felt like you got closure, but it wasn't really wasn't really something that destroyed you, that, that tore you up. You know what I mean? And that's because these bad things happened. You severed those ties. And the person that you were as a kid when he was raising you is completely different from the person you are now. And right. is that because of him? Probably. But 
did he shape that? No, you did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't think that hit you as hard. Now, I am not a professional therapist. I'm not a grief counselor or anything like that. It's just something that I kind of realized that, that, yeah, when those people are that, not even close to you, but that influential in making you as a person, it hits you harder. Heather, your dad, I mean, he, he rode your coattails a lot for mm. success. Yeah. But he didn't really have a hand in making you the person you are today. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, you, you, you said before you feel guilty for not really taking it hard or anything. You shouldn't. You're not taking it hard because he didn't have an influence in your life. Now, he might have influenced your sisters a little bit more. Maybe that's why they took it a little bit harder. But I don't think it's anything to feel guilty about for feeling any kind of grief. And something that I want to talk about as well is we all feel grief differently. You know I mean, we all deal with it differently. They say there's stages of grief. And do you have them pulled up in front of you right now? Uh, I don't, but I will. Well, well, he's looking that up. You know, there there are stages of grief, and and to an extent, I agree with him. But there's also the point where you may not go through any of them. You know what I mean? It may be a deal where oh, that sucks, and then you move on with your day, and you don't realize that in the back of your mind you're processing that grief, but in the front of your mind you're still game face or fun face or whatever's going on. Right. Yeah. So stages of de- of, of grief denial. This can't be happening. Anger. Why did this happen? Who is to blame? Uh, bargaining. Make this not happen and I will mm-hmm. whatever. Depression. I can't bear this. Hold on. Stupid ads popped up and on the screen. <laughs> Man, how are you going to do that? And then acceptance. Uh, acknowledging that you do accept what happened, you know, and... Uh, Here we go. Shock and disbelief, denial, guilt, anger and bargaining, depression, loneliness and reflection, reconstruction or working through, and then acceptance. Uh, You know, and I think everybody deals with those in their own time and on their own schedule. Uh, Because you're right, you know, it is one of those things where uh, we really do process differently based on who that person was to you. Uh, yeah. You know, like I went with, you know, while traveling, we went to the uh, museum of death in new Orleans. Uh, you know, it was not long after Robin Williams passed uh, when he unalived himself and they had his death mask uh, there. And for those who don't know, that's when they take a ceramic, uh, mold of the person's face after they pass Mm. and they had one there and i mean robin williams is a big influence especially when you're a performer so a lot of those guys that i knew that were there that hit them Mm. uh you know harder than hell almost harder than my dad hit me uh which could change it may not uh you know and i've dealt with it and grieved through it and i'm coming more to terms with it everything, you know, uh, repeat again, you know, that funeral really did just give me that closure to see, uh, you know, my favorite big fuck you to my dad was, you know, I guess before he passed, he said, nobody's gonna show up to my funeral. Yeah. There are people there. So, you know, fuck you, dad. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about something you just said real quick. And I think that it is, is taking away from the seriousness of what, 
death is. You know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. gotten because of censorship rules on TikTok and things like that. We've gotten to where we refer to suicide or murder as unaliving somebody. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to get onto you. You know what I mean. I'm not trying to say that. But in my opinion, that completely distracts from how serious of a problem that is and how far gone somebody is when that happens. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we put this fun little term on it, you know, he unalived himself or, you know, he unalived this other person. No, if, if you kill somebody else, you're a murderer. You know what I mean? And if you kill yourself, you're committing suicide and suicide right. is a serious problem, especially in, in our, I don't, I don't want to say especially in our country because there are countries that have worse suicides, suicide statistics than ours. But in our country, mental health and suicide is such a huge deal that to make light of it for fucking censorship rules is insane. It's crazy because oh, now, now you're making it a trend for these fucking teenage kids and they're going to look at, you know, well, unaliving, I, I'm going to unalive myself. No, don't joke about that shit. Don't say that. That's fucking ridiculous. So. I'm sorry. I just had to rant about that. No, quick. no, you're good. And that's something that's been around. I mean, honestly, been around for a really long time. You know, I, I had a friend who maybe was joking around about it. Probably wasn't. You know, when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, he would always say, I'm just, I'm going home to kill myself. It was nice knowing you got, you know, like that was his, his thing. I'm going to go commit suicide. And he would tell people that he never did. Uh, mm-hmm. Last I heard, he works at like AutoZone or some shit, you know, like, yeah. Well, there's there's a I kind of think there's a difference. You know what I mean? When you say the words, I'm going to kill myself. That's very clear. That's very, this is what this is. I am going to end my own life. Whereas if you put the spin on it, oh, I'm going to unalive myself. Well, now you're an internet. Now you're a fucking meme. You know what I mean? Now you're just trying to play play along with this fucking trend and kind of make a little bit light of it, make it a little jokey joke. You know what I mean? And you can joke about it and then you're making it a joke. You know what I mean? I think, right. there's, I think there's a little bit of a line um, joking about it. Not cool either. You know what I mean? That's, that's not, Oh, absolutely that's not, not. Yeah. Especially, you know, I've, I've got a lot of friends that are veterans. I've got um, a lot of them that uh, have been right there on that doorstep. I've been right there on that doorstep. You know what I mean? And that's, I don't know, just, just having lived through that and having come out the other side of it and being where I am right now and hearing, you know, these kids say, well, I'm I'm just going to go unalive myself. You don't want to be in that position. You don't want to be at that precipice, at the edge of that cliff looking over and seeing that fucking grim reaper down there looking at you and laughing. That's a dark fucking place. And making a joke out of it, making, you know, I'm just going to unalive myself that is completely distracting from how serious of a fucking issue it is. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's why you got to teach kids about it. You know, yeah. teaching that it's, it's not a joke. Uh, no. It's a very serious, I mean, epidemic, honestly, it's not uh, a joke and it's not an option. You know what no. I mean? Like uh, Jake Barr says, you're not allowed to quit. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what suicide is. It's quitting on life and you're not allowed. Plain and simple, not happening. Right. So I wish that, I would have, I don't know. I feel like that moment uh, made me a lot stronger mentally. Uh, It made it where I could get through, you know, the last fucking 10, 11 years of depression and not, not go back to that place. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I was in some pretty dark holes, but it was never, I want to be there again because that place fucking sucks. You know, I don't I, I know, I know, you know, but, um, yeah. So anyways, my rant is over. No, dude. I mean, that's the whole point <laughs> of this podcast. So we can rant and get things off our chest. We need to get off our chest and yeah. uh, let people know that they're not alone, that, yeah. Everybody, everyday people, we all go through this. You know, we call it a alternative lifestyle podcast, but there's nothing really alternative about it. We're just other than we have, you know, I mean, we're we're part of the majority now. We all have tattoos, or just like everybody else. Yeah, uh, the only thing different is we have multiple partners. That's it. That's, that's really just, the only thing alternative about us. And that's not really even that uncommon anymore either. Really, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, just, amongst our age group, it's a little more uncommon than it is, yeah. you know, the younger age group. But yeah, you know, and then yeah. amongst our age group, you know, the fact that we're actually open about it um, and tell people about it, that's that's the big difference that sets us aside from a lot of other people. Mm, a lot of people true. practice non-monogamy. They just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So let's talk about a different type of grief. It doesn't have to be death to lose somebody. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can, people come and go in your life all the time. So how do you move past that? How do you take somebody that was, take a relationship, for instance, if something happened, God forbid, between any of the three of us, I would be heartbroken. I would be completely devastated. How do you move from that place to, I'm ready to go back out in the world again. Day by day, just like it is now. I mean, you take it day by day, you take it as it comes and you just really work through it and you work past it. And you don't, you, you, you don't come in with any expectations. I mean, that's the one thing they tell you, they don't tell you about growing up that sucks is losing people. Uh, and not even, like you said, not even by death, uh, just, losing a friend or, you know, a partner, uh, whatever it is, you know, you just lose a friend, you know, maybe yeah. it's somebody you worked with at work for, you know, 10, 15 years. And then one day they're like, I got a job offer. I'll see you later. And then yeah. you never hear from them again. You know, yeah. you know, that's just, it's a part of life and it's something that you have to have to, you know, try and accept those changes that it's going to happen. Within anything, any type of grief, any type of building a relationship, anything like that, it's all day by day. Um, it's all, you know, take it as it comes, uh, learn from it, and move on. Absolutely. I agree. You're being awful quiet over there, little lady. <laughs> Look at your phone. You'll I see. was like, you just haven't been looking at your phone. <laughs> Look at how high she is. <laughs> what do you mean? Look at how high you are. But... I'm not that high. Baby. She's just happy. I mean, no, like, it's totally so LaRue. It's, like, it's totally LaRue, but it's also, like, whatever the crap I'm on to help me breathe right now. So. Oh, okay. So, just so you guys know, whenever she says LaRue on the podcast, now you have a visual of it. That's that's Stony LaRue right there. <laughs> Which is still just Heather. It's just. Stoned. 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 Sillier. <laughs> Which, by the way, is spelled L-A-R-E-A-U-X. La Rue. The L-A and then Rue. It's okay. fancy as fucking gangsta. Okay. Is there a dollar sign in there anywhere? 
No. No, that's Allison. Order is different. Okay. She's chill. <laughs> yeah, she's very chill. Allison is the gangster one. That's why there's there's two dollar signs. She's just like. You've wild. never met Allison, okay? You have never met her. Both of us have met her. We know her very well, okay? But she does save her friends' lives going downstairs. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, no, she well, explained to a 10-year-old how that worked the other day. That was... Oh, yeah? <laughs> how did you explain that? What did I do? When you're telling Thora how the, how you uh, saved Megan's life going down the... Oh, Haley. Haley, Haley. Yes. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's true. She was falling down the stairs, and I went back to the staircase to try and stop her. I think she thought she could fly. She jumped off the stairs. <laughs> you were behind her. I'm not so sure you didn't push her. Yeah, Did she say you weren't a real person again? Or no, or no, she's not a real person. She made fun she's of your arm. She's not a real person. Yeah. No, I, I might have pushed her down the stairs. So you messed up my plan by saving her. What are you doing? You know, millions of people are going to watch this and they're going to see that face that you're making right now. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Apparently the end of the world is coming up. Yes. September 23rd, the end of the world's coming. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I have my opinions on it. I don't know that because I watched it while I was working and then I didn't have much time to think about it. So what are your opinions on it? My honest opinion about it, I think it's like kind of like Pixar, where they had that certain number in there that was all their classroom when they were in college. Yeah. Um, you know, they they like to intertwine things. I think this is a thing where September twenty third has a meaning behind something with one of those you know uh, within film, and they've just yeah. have used it as an homage in all these films. It would have to be uh, film as a whole. You know what I mean? Or maybe it's like these disaster movies. Trace it back to the first disaster movie ever made. What was the date of that disaster? You know what I mean? Something like that. I don't think the world is actually going to end on the 23rd, but I don't know. Uh, if it does start ending, I'm coming home. Well, yeah. I'm not going to face into the world in North Dakota. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, well, it is, uh, it is so nice up here, uh, weather-wise. It's ridiculous. I've yeah, he sent me a picture earlier. It was like, oh, look at this beautiful sky. It's blue and just some nice clouds. And I'm like, raining, gray. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, real pretty and green up here. It's uh, rolling hills. I've been having to wear a hoodie every morning. And then in the afternoons, it's like 75, maybe. Just beautiful. So that's nice. It's yeah. nice not being, you know, in West Texas, you walk outside right now and it's like getting sandblasted in an oven. And it sucks. Uh, so it's nice being up here where, you know, it's not that. Silver linings, right? Yeah. So the only bad thing that I've run into up here is there is a crackhead that goes between here and Dickinson. And apparently he used to work for Ranger. So <laughs> I was at the Dickinson Walmart and he comes up to me and he goes, hey, do you know this guy? Said, no. Well, tell him I said hi and that, you know, people have misunderstandings sometimes. And then he just walked away. Like... <laughs> What does that mean, dude? So then sometimes people have misunderstandings, Cody. Like you didn't understand yeah. that. Yeah. Well, then we get back to the hotel last night, and this dude is staying in the hotel. Not only that, he's in the room above me. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, he's so, listening to you right now. Like he's he he's probably on the board. Is. Like, <laughs> he probably is. Uh, so we get back and he's standing in the parking lot, not wearing any shoes. Okay. And he comes up yeah. to me and my lead operator and he goes, Hey, I need a ride. Okay. He goes, can you give me a ride? I said, Nope, sure can't. And he goes, well, you know, anybody that could give me a ride? I said, dude, no, I don't know anybody that can give you a ride. Well, can I come work for you guys? No, <laughs> you can't come work for us. Get the fuck away from me, dude. So you're going to show up, you're going to show up on, on site one day and he's going to be the company man. Just like, Hey. Thanks for the right, dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a crackhead, huh? Yeah. Well, That's he's why. definitely a crackhead. Uh, he ordered a hooker last night, so that was cool. Um, she showed up. If that's how the hookers look up here, I'm definitely going to stay away from them. Um, she shows up. and <laughs> that If that's what gets it. Yeah. She, he lets her in, and then I was in here watching the Dallas game, and I started hearing just – Above me, uh-huh. it lasted for two fucking hours. Crackheads fuck a lot, I guess. Um, there was screaming. There was all sorts of shit. I finally turned on the white noise on my phone and put a pillow over my head, and I was able to go to sleep. Uh, I, I, was, I was pretty grumpy about that. So yeah, this crackhead is just a roaming fucking menace to everyone, except the hookers. I'm imagining he's a menace to them too. From what it sounded like, they were going at it pretty hard for two fucking hours. I imagine she did not enjoy that a whole lot. She she enjoyed the paycheck, I'm sure. Yeah, I was like, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, that forty dollars will go a long way. Yeah, that's true. Snuff is so fucking cheap up here. Oh my god. So in Oklahoma, you pay like eight to nine dollars a can, right? I bought some this morning, six dollars and twenty eight cents a can. No, 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 no. It was less than that because I paid 28. That's what it was. I paid $28 for a five roll, five can roll. $28. That's less than $6 a can. Yeah. You're making fun of me. Fuck you. That is awesome. All right. We know it's cheaper. Not, not, you you know, babe. He he is making fun of me. No, you know, it's cheaper though. You know, it's cheaper going and fucking yourself. All right. That's what's cheaper. All right. I was just going to say quitting the... the I guy. know that's what you were going to say. That's why I said going and fucking yourself is cheaper. So, boom. It's aggressive. Yeah, I know. I've been dealing with a lot of shit up here. I, I, I get to be aggressive. This has been a shit show. Eh, it only show. gets better during my day. Yeah. yeah we talked true. about that the other day. Yeah. But still, it's been wild. I've got company men that are more concerned about uh, being able to sit in their little shacks with their feet up than actually getting the job done. Um, they also have not very good ideas at all. Not good ideas at all. Terrible ideas. And then when you tell them their ideas are bad, not in so many words, uh, they get real mad about it. So, I don't know. It's different up here. Unlike anything I've ever done before. You need to talk. I can tell you're bored. You're looking bored. And this Me? is going to be on video. So, Yeah. Well, just sitting here listening. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I, not yet, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You keep going. I wasn't. I was just listening to you talk. Mm-hmm. Any new good jokes you've heard? No. <laughs> no. Let's see. We'll find some adult humor jokes. I heard some that were completely awful the other day on TikTok. 
I'm going to tell you this joke, but I'm going to preface, preface it by saying that this is not the way I believe. Okay. Uh, what do you, what, what do you do when your dishwasher breaks? Slap her around or something. Yeah. That's what it was. It's awful. What, what, what did the toaster say to the slice of bread? What? I want you inside me. That was good. Y'all playing that, didn't you? No, I mean, we just looked them up. What did the hurricane say to the coconut tree? Hold on to your nuts. This ain't no ordinary blowjob. <laughs> what did the clitoris say to the vulva? <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Oh, my God. For those of you listening, uh, she just put on her hood and is acting all gangster. Cody, have you ever seen 8 Mile? Yeah. Okay. Why has this one never seen 8 Mile? Of all the hood people and all the gangsters shit she talks, how she How never have seen you it? never seen 8 Mile? That's what I said. I don't know. What are you doing with your life? Go watch it right now. She threw her hood up like this, and I was like, calm down, Rabbit. And she was like, the fuck are you saying to me? I was like, Rabbit, 8 Mile, Eminem. She's like, Rabbit? Yeah. Never seen it. How have you never seen it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. I don't I don't know. I don't know how you've never been like, oh I want to watch this and I've just sat there with you. Well now guess what? We're gonna watch it when I get home. Or you two can watch it together and I'll watch it up here. I don't care. Uh but you need to watch that movie. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I hurt much. She was like, Oh, let me stretch. Let me see again. Other one, let's go. Look, everybody, take a second. Oh, baby. Oh, there you go. Look at that pineapple. Okay, your turn. You've been doing it too. Let me see. Yeah, that's why I have to really stretch to get the other one. I was like, I'm gonna fall out of my chair. There you go. Look at that. There you go. For oh, those who don't know, yeah. hashtag Cody works out or hashtag did you know Cody works out and hashtag did you know Chris works out too to find us on the TikToks. Yeah. We, we have lots of videos up. I took I mean, a bunch been- of videos on Arm Day the other day and I haven't done anything with any of them. I need to do something with them. There we go. More day there. Cool. You taking a picture of all of us together? Well, yeah, I was just going to record a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, no, I mean, another, get another joke up real quick. Get another joke up real quick. Okay. So you know see. the cool thing about doing this with the video and everything is we actually get video of all of it. Pretty neat, huh? Absolutely. So okay, got another no, no, joke. I want the other one, the top one. You want the this one right here? Yeah. All right. What kind of food does a lesbian love? <laughs> Go ahead, Cody. What is know. it? Anything they can eat out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking nice. of lesbians, I had totally had a lesbian the other day tell me that my butt was looking good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Nice. She's one of my favorite beans from work. I love her. She she was like, hey, don't mean to hit her out real quick, but your butt's looking good. Yeah. Hey, like, oh. what's better than roses on a piano? Two lips on an organ. Yep. I must have told that one before. <laughs> that's an old one i need to learn some new jokes 
I mean, that's why I just Googled it. Right out of my fucking face. <laughs> like, I feel like we could both use jokes. I answered your other joke that you said too. <laughs> I know, and uh, yeah, just wind gone, sails deflated, boat just well, fucking stranded out in the middle you of the better your jokes, bro. Come on. Damn. Yeah. Called out. Step up your game. Take your fucking hood off. Quit acting like that. No. No. <laughs> I mean, it's about to go down. Yeah, more dead air. That's what's going down. More dead, more dead air. air. But it's cool. It's what we do, you know, and yeah. we just come back from it. It makes people wonder, like, ooh, what are they doing? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? <laughs> now you can see what we're fucking so. doing. We're just sitting here talking. Like, there's nothing going on. This is not exciting. We're just talking. We actually, we had this conversation the first time we tried to do video podcasting. Do you remember this? I said no. the reason we can't have video is because we spend more time looking in the fucking videos than we do actually talking. <laughs> No. And that is what is happening. Yes. Well, you got to make sure, you know, you you got to flex and get them. Oh, but you know what? This is fun. We should do, like, I think, like, is like a, 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 I'm totally just being a little rude and happy and in love. Okay, listen. So, but, like, getting together like this for, like, 10 minutes or something, 15 minutes or something at night, just checking it. I mean, I know we all text throughout the day, but. Like, I like it. Getting to see each other. Yeah. I really like this. And we could record it just for fun. And so then y'all on the weeks that we don't have something, maybe y'all splice in different goofy things or. Hell, we may even do. I mean, how much audio do we have left from old shows? <sighs> Lots. Do we do we have anything that we can oh, say? No, I've deleted show? most of it. Have you? I went through and deleted a bunch of shit to make more room on my computer the other day. So I am not sure. Hang on one what? second. I'll tell you. It's time to invest in an external hard drive, I believe. It really is. You are because the best of show would be really good, you know, on days when we're, you know, like this last month. Yeah. 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 I only have one one uh, episode worth in here. Okay. Well, so, we'll have to. Uh, uh, but I may be able, I, I may be able to go to the website and download uh, our podcast that I've already put up. So we'll see. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, um, let's see. I think we're just about there. Just about there. I have 14 more days. No, no, no. 13 more days. Yeah. Lucky 13. Yeah. So that's fun. They tried to get me to work my days off. Did Heather tell you that? No. Yeah. They uh, texted me today. Hey, can you work your days off? And it would have been a stupid amount of money, but I've already been up here for two weeks now, and I'm going to be up here another two weeks. I'm ready to come home. Hey, yeah, we're gonna take a group picture. Smile. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, right, we've well, got albums dropping. For those of you who don't know, uh, if you haven't seen our album covers, mm-hmm. oh, did you did <laughs> you get what mine? Did you get what my acronym was when I sent I'm that here to you? Fuck your wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, album dropping this fall. <laughs> Where did it go? Oh, oh, shit! I meant to send this to you. There is a oh, new. I, I don't know if you like like Texas country music. God damn, baby, those are good. Um, those are really good. There is a there is a new ish uh, Texas country artist that sounds. He's got a similar sound to like uh, Giovanni mixed with like Co Wessel something like that. 
fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then with a little like original like twang thrown in there, send it to me. It's fucking good shit. Uh, I, I've got to find it on TikTok, but I will send you some. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's really let's, let's end it there. What have you? What let's what, what's everybody been listening to new lately? For uh, maybe not new, but what's something new new on your your playlists or on your rotation that you so, discovered? We know somebody's found something new. What's your new song? I don't know right now. Oh, well, yeah, it's not, but she's not my song anymore. I don't really, I I already know it now. So it's back just into the regular. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, on the way home today, actually, I was in the mood to listen to tool and I looked them up on Spotify. They actually, you need to give this a chance. They, you remember the opiate album, the very first fucking one they made, they, they re-recorded opiate. And it's called Opiate Squared. It is so fucking good. It is insanely good. Um, the audio quality is amazing. And then, like, the song stays true to its roots. But, like, the intro and then all of the, the – just everything laying on top of each other. It's so good. It's amazing. So Don't get me wrong. Like shot. I said, Maynard, amazing songwriter, singer, storyteller. Danny Carey, one of the best drummers of our entire life. But mm-hmm. even Maynard was like, man, fuck this band. I'm going to go start a band that I really enjoy with our guitar tech. So, yeah, but it's the fans. It's the it, And you get that with anybody. I mean, the the fandom is just stupid. They're, they're oh, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. And oh, I won't take that away. That's what it's just like it for ICP, a lot of people. Yeah. But the, their, their latest album that they put out back in 19 and then this new track, and then they're, apparently they're coming out with a new album next year which is crazy because normally it's 13 years between tool albums. Uh, but their next, uh, their next album is going to be amazing. Their recording quality has gone insane just the past few years. And I, I love a lot of what they put out. I'm not going to say everything because you know, that's, that's the super fan, you know, and I'm not, I'm not that I've got stuff that I'm critical of. I don't like most of the undertow album, um, but they're good. You need yeah. to give them a chance and I'm going to tell you who I'm going to give a chance. Okay. Okay. This is I'll give him a news. chance. Who are you giving a chance? This is big news for all of our followers. Okay. Luke Bryan. I have seen on TikTok Luke Bryan live in concert. I'm going to give him a chance. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give the man a chance because he is a great performer. Because some and, big titty goth girl made a video and it's like, I love Luke Bryan. He's like, okay, me yeah, too. That was that was another reason for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> I've also I've also seen have you seen like the clips of him at concerts? He is hilarious. Right. He's a very funny man. He is a great fucking performer. I'm gonna give him a chance. Okay. I'm and you like his butt and his jeans, huh? No. Because no. <laughs> he still looks like he's been chasing parked cars, but Next, he, next, he, next, next, he's gonna be like, I like Morgan Wallen for the, you know, the way he tells you to come here. I, I don't like Morgan Wallen. I don't. Even though Hardy's wrote most of his songs, I don't like Morgan Wallen. I am not a fan. There's maybe so, three songs that I could get down with, but no. So, how about you? Oh, so mine. I've been listening, and I told you about this the other day. I've been really feeling uh, that Mexican OT. Oh yeah. Uh, really like his stuff. That he's got a song called Barrio. That I'm a huge fan of. I mean, it's yeah. very Paul Wall, uh, you know. Well, and then Johnny Houston, Dang, where he has Paul Wall on the fucking track. Well, know? right, exactly. Yeah. Which Paul Wall don't look like Paul Wall no more. No, he doesn't. He's looking Paul good. Oh, no, absolutely. He got that beard going. He's looking good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Especially that dude's got to be what in his fifties. Ah, shit. I don't know. Let's find out. 
find out. Find that out. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, because yeah, well, I mean, I, I, no, go have ahead. You, have you looked into that Mexican OT, like like his history and stuff? Uh, I have not. Oh, okay. How so, much? How how do you think Paul Wall is? I'm gonna guess fifty six. Too far. Too far. Okay. Um, fifty two. Still too far. Really. Forty two. Forty two. Okay, that man looks old. Forty-two. <laughs> he does. He, I'm just gonna look at him like, man, he's just like three years older than me, and he yeah, looks he, rough. He he looks road hard and put up with, and uh, for forty-two. Now for for fifties, he don't look bad, but for forties, yeah, yeah. We got to figure out some uh, some some stuff for his beard or something. But no, so that Mexican OT, his dad was in prison when he was growing up, and he kids, I'm not ever advocating this okay but he looked up to his dad and his dad told him fuck school start rapping so every time he went to visit his dad he had to have a new song that he could rap for his dad in prison when he went to visit him and he said that was a huge influence on him growing up and now he is completely blown up so good for him you know but kids go to school get good grades and then do that stuff after school or you end up like me and me traveling so, the world, you know, hurting myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm traveling the world, hurting myself, but not in as fun ways. Ooh, speaking of, uh, and then both winding up with like the love of your lives, the hottest woman on the planet. Like, look I at, mean, look, look at her. Look come at her. On. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of shows, <laughs> I've got a show October 28th here in Oklahoma city at the state fairgrounds at the festival of freaks. I'm producing it. It's going to be a really cool show. I've got John Shack. He's a magician slash weed magician. Uh, that doesn't make sense, but I want to see it. Exactly. And you'll be in And town. you get to be here. And I, I also booked like- my brother, yeah. uh, the captain of the captain's side show. So he'll be doing some solo stuff so as well as some stuff with me. Uh, it'll be a good show. It'll be a really good show. And I'm excited about it. I'm going to get him to gauge my ears. While we're at the show. Yeah. I'll yeah, tell him to yeah, bring a scalpel. I think I'm going to start, start gauging him. Not like immediately. Much. Like, no, I'm just like little gauge, like maybe like pencil or something like that. Okay. Like not like a zero, like the size of whatever what your little black thing is. The earrings you wear right now. Mm-hmm. With the yeah, black just plugs like that. Like don't Otherwise go, don't go, up... don't go bigger than yeah, that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. No, I'm just like small ones, you know, small gauges. Okay. That's it. Mine are finally done shrinking, I think. So I'm going to start putting something back in it and have something small. It'll be under an inch. Yeah. I'm what just trying to have it in place. You said a zero, like I know anything about piercing. What does a zero mean? Uh, a zero is the size of the uh, the gauge of jewelry. Uh, and then, you know, basically. That's what I have uh, now, right? Uh, no. You've just got standard piercing right now. Like, I, mean, I think that's like a 16 or an 18 gauge. Okay. Uh, and then the, the smaller the number, the bigger the, the jewelry. Uh, yeah. So a zero is the size of a normal straw, basically. And then oh, yeah. a McDonald's stry- straw is a double zero. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, and then after so, that, something like go that. Up and do, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not any bigger. Like a zero? Yeah, I, I totally know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You got anything else you want to leave them with? Uh, 
we love you guys. Miss you. Uh, sorry we haven't been around. Uh, we'll do better for you and ourselves. We will. And uh, something I want to say real quick is it is hard to continuously put out content week after week. It's a fucking ton of work. Um, we love doing this for you guys. Um, but there's going to be some times where we can't keep up with it. You know, mental health reasons just completely overloaded with work. There's going to be times where we can't. Um, I know that up here, uh, the work that I'm doing is a lot more intense than what I'm used to. So there's going to be weeks where I'm just too fucking tired to record a podcast when we get off. Absolutely. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to uh, start, if, if you if, seriously, if you guys listen and you guys want to wants to put out like a Patreon or something like that, where you can do an actual subscription to help out with some of this. Cause it's, it, it's a lot harder, yeah. especially with Cody on the road uh, with the internet. You know, if we could afford to help something with like the Verizon internet, stuff like that, you know, we, we yeah. totally do it. That's what I was going to say is if, if we were, if we were, you know, making this for a paycheck, it would be a lot different. We would be every week. We would be putting out content for you guys. We would be putting out content for advertisers, things like that. But right now this is not a, an income producing thing. You know, this is something that we do for fun. This is something we do to share our stories with you guys, uh, to share our lives with you guys. Um, we love doing it. We really do. But please understand that it's not going to be, every week from here on out we're gonna try we're gonna try really hard but it's it's not feasible to do especially when we're not getting paid for it you know what i mean so um because our, yeah, yeah. our mental health is worth yeah our mental health is worth way more than uh <laughs> our mental health is worth way more than uh no offense putting out content for you guys which we do love uh just like we work out and go to the gym for our mental health uh, you know, we, we take breaks from this for our mental health, but yeah. you know, if this was something we could turn into a full-time gig, of course, absolutely. We'd love to, yeah, uh, you know, so help us guys, you know, tell your friends, put it out to us. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you Share want to us on all of the social medias, follow our social medias, uh, go it's, it could be as simple as going on Spotify or Apple and giving us a five-star rating. Uh, that's yep. going to help a ton. We've, we've got a few people that have done that and we really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, if more people could do that, it would actually boost us in the charts. Let us be seen by more people. Let us be heard by more people. Um, and that's what we need. You know, if we want to continue improving our content, continue making content week after week after week, we need to be heard and seen by more people. Um, uh, cause right now our, our numbers are like this. They're not yeah. growing. They're not, they're not falling off, which I'm thankful for, but they're flat. You know, so yeah, we, oh yeah, don't get us that. wrong. We're thankful for every one of you that listen to the yeah. show that you know interact with us personally. We're we're thankful for all oh, of you. For every one of you. But you know, if, if if we want this to go anywhere and be a thing, uh, we need your help. We really do. Um, so please share us on social media. We love that. Uh give us five star ratings to help these apps realize that we need to be heard by more people. We would love that as well. Um, just tell people about us. You know, that's that's something that we would love as well. We love all of it. So, um, and we love you guys. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, baby, you got anything else you want to leave them with? Nope. Go out and be kind. Well, until next time, love yourselves because we love you. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.